I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown! It's Christmas time, mistletoe and wine, children singing while doing some crime. Christmas songs, the Christmas number one, and even the Christmas Day Top of the Pops are as festive as Santa, crackers, and a big old Yule log. So Merry Christmas, everybody and everyone, and welcome Neil with his 10 Christmas song facts. Thank you very much, Pav. Here we go. So... Number one, while we associate Jingle Bells with Christmas, the song was written by James Lord Pierpoint to celebrate Thanksgiving. It's Christmas! So Ravenscroft, the singer responsible for How the Grinch Stole Christmas classic song You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, also famously voiced Tony the Tiger, the mascot for Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. It's Christmas! Irving Berlin hated Elvis Presley's version of White Christmas so much that he tried to get prevent radio stations from playing it. It's Christmas! Bing Crosby's version of White Christmas is the highest selling single of all time. It's Christmas! Oh, shit! (laughs) (laughs) Walter uh, Walter Afanasi. Mariah Carey's co-writer on All I Want for Christmas Is You also wrote Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. It's Christmas! Jingle Bells was the first song played in... Sorry. Was the first song performed in space. Oh, is that it? (laughs) It's Christmas! We Wish You a Merry (laughs) Christmas is one of the oldest secular Christmas songs originating in the 16th century England. Which one was that? We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Singer Brenda Lee recorded the original version of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree when she was only 13 years old. PRS for music estimate that 42% of the Earth's population has heard Slade's Merry Christmas, everyone. It's Christmas! 
And lastly, Shane McGowan and Kirsty McCall's parts on the Pogues' fairy tale of New York were recorded separately. The pair never sang the song together in the studio. And there we are. Merry Christmas. Christmas! Fuck off, Noddy, will you? For Christ's sake. Hello, everyone. It's Christmas. Well, it's Christmas week, so it's New Year's Eve coming very soon. But we are joined by one of our favourite people. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, gorgeous. It's Neil. <laughs> Hello, my darling. How are you, Pam? And we're also joined by Loz. So how are you doing, Loz? <laughs> of course, I knew you were going to do that. Of course I meant you, gorgeous, can when I, I said Loz. Can we swear? Can we swear? You little bugger. You. Yeah, like, <laughs> you've got to make it festive swearing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, my, you little bugger with you, your little ribbon on the top. <laughs> You tinsel-toed bugger. Uh, so, Loz, uh, you joined us for the swear words back in episode three, uh, and now you. and now you're back. So, um, Christmas, how did that go down? By the way, it went down very well. We had some really yeah. good uh, comments about that. Yeah, yeah. We didn't lose any lo- uh, uh, listeners. Lose any losers. <laughs> we didn't lose any losers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Christmas music. You're obviously a fan of Christmas music. Oh, I love Christmas music. Um, you're very festive, yeah. we know. So um, yeah. why why do you enjoy Christmas so much? I I mean, I, look, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, uh, I'm not like as Christmassy as you, Pav. I don't dress the front of my house in amazing lights and all this kind of thing. I think my love of Christmas, which is probably why a lot of people love Christmas, is, is all wrapped up in my childhood memories of things like dressing the tree with my my parents especially my dad my dad used to put the tree up with us and would spend time with us doing that and you know the anticipation of father christmas coming in all of that excitement i remember that so beautifully i've just got so many lovely memories wrapped up in christmas mm. so i think i think you know there's still that child I th- the children within us is what why we all love christmas i think mm. from that excitement from when we were kids and the music for me well you'll see all of my song choices are from when my dad would would play um and so i'm very much stuck in that era from back in the sort of 80s and early 90s i think mm. um or all the stuff that he played it's not the modern stuff at all um, and, and it's because that's what I remember is just, you know, lovely childhood memories of my stocking and listening to the same normally about 10 songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the weird thing is, is like it went for a, quite a few years where people just weren't making and recording Christmas songs, were they? It, because mm. of the whole X factor and, you know, it was all that thing where they ended up being the Christmas number one, I don't know, 10, 15 years probably. Um, and even then that got broken by Rage Against the Machine. Um, mm. Killing in the name of became number one just as a sort of a protest against it. But it's been nice this year because like a few people, uh, Elton John and Ed Sheeran did a Christmas song and there's been a couple of Christmas songs, which is nice that people are going back to specifically making Christmas songs uh, at this time of year. Because like you say, all the ones, pretty much all the ones that I've got in my top 10 are all what you call timeless classics they've been number one yeah. they've been like christmas hits for for, decades. Decades, for as long yeah. as you can remember yeah yeah, yeah. and it's really it's really weird that isn't it how there was a probably about 20 years where no real you know new christmas songs got made or if they did they they're not still around now no. and they're not played again now 
And you're right, there is a lot of kind of piss take around Christmas songs, like the lad, the lad baby, lad Bible. So lad get baby, that. isn't it? Yeah, I Where don't they get do that. It's all like sausage rolls, about sausage stuff. rolls and yeah. stuff. And I just like it's not for me. That's that's just taking the piss out of some beautiful classics. Like, why do we feel the need to do that? Let's celebrate Christmas, and there should be more sort of Christmas songs, really. In theory, mm. it's strange, isn't it? Yeah. And same with Christmas films, in a way. If you think about it, there hasn't been any brilliant new Christmas films in a long time. They're all still the classics that get mm. that keep getting rolled out each year, aren't they? Home Alone, yeah. and well, we can go through all of those another time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Right, kick us off then, Loz. Your your number ten, um, and obviously, if we end up having duplicates. We'll all announce that we've got the duplicate and then we'll um uh we'll all talk about them at the same time, unless it's your number one. We'll keep that okay. one, we'll keep that one safe. So what's your number ten? Okay. My number ten is all I want for Christmas is you. Right, that's my number ten. Hey. Well, but mine is the Michael Bublé version. Oh, okay. Mine With... is the Mariah Carey version. Okay. Um Right, okay. Uh, not in your top ten, <laughs> Not in my top ten, I'm afraid. So it didn't even make it, hey? <laughs> no, it wasn't even on my second list. And I only thought of the um, Mariah Carey one. I'm just not a big fan. Too many woes going on for me. <laughs> so, so why is it in your top ten then, Loz? Uh, I think it's a very um, happy song. And it reminds me of Love Actually, the film, because it features in that film. And obviously I love that film. And um, I just think, isn't it one of, I I don't know the exact stat, but isn't it one of the most played Christmas songs of all time? I think it's the, I think it's named the the most most played. I felt like I needed to put it in there. But it was number 10 because it's not necessarily... Like, I wouldn't necessarily go, oh, let's play Mariah. Like, mm. I'm not a huge Mariah fan, actually, but I do particularly like that song. Well, I heard I heard Michael Bublé's Christmas album for the... I mean, it's like 10 years it's been out this year for the yeah. first time a couple of weeks ago. And there's a, a slow-down version of All I Want for Christmas Is You on there. Oh, and it okay. is really, really... I mean, I don't mind the original... If it comes yeah. on, I'm not going to turn it off because I quite like it. Like you say, it's quite a, it's a jaunty ditty. I can't yes. say it's a jaunty ditty. <laughs> but I listened to that. Have you heard the Christian Aguilera, like, you are beautiful? Yes, yeah. yeah. It, it sounds a lot like that. It's that kind of... Oh, okay. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really nice. And I was really surprised because I'm not a Michael Bublé fan. I yeah. really loved that Christmas album. It was just great. We were, like, we were driving to London, going for our weekend away, and had that playing. And it was like some really, I mean, they're all the classic Christmas songs, but there were some really good versions. So, um, yeah, I'll have to Michael, to that. Michael Buble, well done. So you're now a Bublet. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm probably just a big bubble. A big, I think. Or, or just a big booby. A big, a big um, booby, yes. There's also some crazy stat to say that, like Mariah, she doesn't really need to do anything ever anymore because that song will keep her going for the rest of her days. Well, that's like, yeah. that is, and that's one of the questions that always comes up at the this time of year is like, how much yeah. will Noddy Holder make from this, the Slade song and how much will Shaking Steve's make? Yeah. And they, it is like, well, it's hundreds of thousands of pounds yeah. every year. Pain, you, if it? you get yourself a, a, a Christmas hit, it'll pay for you for the rest of your life. I mean, mm. that's when you need a time machine. Go back and, and write 
stop the cavalry by Jonah Louie and, and just retire. <laughs> That's all you can do. Right, Neil, you're number 10. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, you want my song? Sorry. No, it's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams. I love I've that version. That. Have you? Oh, where's that? What number For is that me, on yours? It's, it's my number four. Wow. Mm. Yes, yeah, a lovely song. I'm an Andy Williams fan anyway, but um, I just it just puts you straight in the spirit, doesn't it? You, you listen to that and you can smell the eggnog. You're away. <laughs> uh, I think it's a, it's a great, it's just a great song, isn't it? And With the kids jingle belling. <clears throat> Uh, absolutely. <laughs> jingle what? Jingle Bellin. Oh, I thought you said Jingle Bellin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We will have Bellins. We will have Bellins. We'll talk about Bellins a little bit later on. But, but yeah, I don't know about you, Loz, but it, it's one of the songs that really does put me in the Christmas spirit. It, it really feels that it's Christmas has started. Beautiful, velvety voice as well, isn't it? It's just yes. so Christmassy, and it just makes me feel like it's a warm Christmas blanket put me around. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It and is. it's also like, um, I think it features in a few of the classic Christmas films as well, doesn't it? So mm, yeah. it kind of reminds yeah. me of those kinds of things as well. And it became very popular on TV adverts at Christmas, didn't it, that one? Yeah. It was very yeah. much a go-to. Song. I noticed we watched a few Christmas films on over the last weekend and how many films re, like went to that song and also Jingle Bell Rock. Mm. There's loads mm. of films that just for some reason, it's, like, it's a go-to song in movies. They must be cheap to, to have in movies or something. Probably. Everybody, everybody <laughs> has them. Uh, right, my number 10 is All I Want for Christmas Is You, uh, the Buble version. The booby version, I'm going to call booby it. Booby version. So, Loz, you're number nine. Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Ooh. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> that was in my one that was in my list, but got pushed out. Uh, it's, a, it's a classic, isn't it? <laughs> it is a classic. It's got a terrible video. It's got a terrible video oh, yeah. of the time. Is that one thing I've noticed is like any video or film footage you see of like the seventies, it always looks like every single day was grey. <laughs> dull and lifeless. There must have been it's many just days. Colour, in the 70s. It was the It was the way they filmed, probably. Yeah, it? but it always looked so drab and dreary. Yeah. It was a beige decade. It was a beige <laughs> decade, Neil. You're absolutely right. Mm. Everything I remember about the seventies were beige. Beige, especially. I wish flares, I was alive in the seventies. Why? Although I suppose we were little babies. Yeah. Because I like the fashion of the 70s. The 70s what, all the flares cool, and everything. Oh, no. Oh, I had my fair yeah. share of those. My Rupert <laughs> flares I was most proud of. It was <laughs> terrible. It was terrible. Especially when you were like, like I was. I was one step away from the fashion. So just as like flares went out and like the stay pressed trousers came in, that's when I had flares. <laughs> so it was oh, like, it was always, you. it was always like the, oh my God, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> Girls never used to talk to me. Anyway. Um, yeah, all so right, Paul so, McCartney, yeah. Okay, have you got that in yours, Neil? No, it, it was, but it right, dropped okay. out, yeah. Okay, what's your number nine then, Neil? Stop the Cavalry, Jonah Louie. Hey! It was, um, you know, it's probably the only single I bought that was a Christmas song. I, I don't think I bought another Christmas song. Really? Yeah, I think that's the only one I genuinely went out to Woolworths and got. You moody, oh, grinchy bastard. <laughs> well, no, because I had the albums um, back in the day with all the classics on. 
It never had stopped the cavalry, and when it really? was released, yeah, because obviously it hadn't been released. Did you ever get like the original Now That's What I Call Christmas? At all? Was that before eighty one or whatever it was? Yeah, or eighty two? No, it's after. It was well after. Yeah, well, the Stop the Cavalry was released in eighty one, so I got yes, it before it that album was released. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just it was the one I just loved it as a kid. <laughs> it's a great song. It's a great. It is a great song. And it's easy to like sing along to as a kid. Well. You don't actually need to know a lot of so- like yeah. words. I'll tell you it's one normal. thing though. It's very. It's quite hard to sing when you're singing it like to a backing track. I can imagine. It's yeah. very low. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's nightmare. Do you do that one often? Then I do. I do. That is in my set for Christmas because it's a great one. Have you seen the video footage of Beyonce dancing? Oh, yeah, and they do that, that bit of music. Yeah, it's hilarious. She does this dance where she's like bouncing her boobs up and down, <laughs> and it is in perfect time to the. It is so funny. Yeah, I it's hilarious. You have to look for it, Lars. It is so funny. It it's really the weirdest is. dance she's doing, though. It's like a jump across the, the stage. It is, but like a boobs it, it, are almost hitting her under her chin. Yeah, it's, it's like, bizarre. Oh, it's great to watch. It bizarre. Really <laughs> But that's a song that I don't think I think is timeless. So you can't really tell that it was from the early eighties. I think if it was released now, it would still just be as poignant. Yeah, and uh, um, it's, it's it's a timeless song. Yeah, you know some I of agree. the others that you go through Christmas songs, you can tell they were seventies or they were eighties or whatever. But that yeah. one's a bit of a timeless one. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you, Neil, on that. Thank you. Well, there's a first. Oh, that's a first. <laughs> okay, number nine for me is Santa Claus is Coming to Town, but it's the Springsteen and the E Street Band version. Well, my number seven is that, but the Jackson 5 version. Okay. So I'll put it out now. Um, and obviously I, I love Springsteen and the E Street Band, but there's a bit, because it's a live version, there's a bit when it sort of breaks down at the end um when he's singing santa claus is coming to town and before it builds back up you can hear clarence clemens going oh 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 like he's santa and springsteen is pissing himself laughing because because clarence clemens is making him laugh on stage yeah i love those little bits because it's obviously not a recorded version it's them live um so just a great version it really so what was that you said number seven neil I mine's number seven, yeah. The Jackson Five. I like the right. disco element, and the, I love Michael's voice when he was younger. I just think it's such a chipper little voice and makes you feel good and want to dance along with him. And that's exactly how I feel when I listen to Santa Claus is coming into town. I want to join the the rest of the band behind. You know, you I mean? love that disco. Hey, I do. Santa Claus is coming to town. I and another one that Loz is going to give us a little burst of every song, which I think is oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> and another one that um, is used in movies a hell of a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think all those ones you could sort of call standard Christmas mm. hits are just easy go tos when you're doing a Christmas movie. You have to have songs like that in, don't you? Yeah. That's all, that's all part of it. It makes you feel that like, it's more, same as like everything on the set is red and green because it just mm. gives you yeah. that Christmassy feel. Yeah. Uh, right then, Loz, your number eight. My number eight is Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade. Yes. Although I say yes, it's not in my top ten. I did. It's my number not? eight as well, Loz. Hey. It's, it, it is. That to me starts, uh, is another one that starts Christmas. Noddy shouting, it's Christmas. It's uh, Christmas! 
and it was one that I really loved when I was younger. I was always amazed by what's his Dave's it's hair. Christmas! <laughs> it's oh, uh, shit. But yeah, what a classic. Because that was recorded mid-summer, wasn't it? It was like in the middle of a heat wave when they were recording oh, it? in the I studio. If you, yeah, oh. if you listen to them talk about it. And they really struggled to try and make it sound Christmassy because they had no inclination of it being Christmassy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they did well. I would never have known that. They did do well. And it, was, it was Noddy Holder and the bass player that wrote it. And like the guitarist is like, like never got a penny no. from it. And then like the drummer as well, never got a penny from it. Yeah, he still goes round with his Dave Hill's version of Slade. Slade, he does, yeah. And playing a song <laughs> that has made like his mates millions and millions. And he's still got a play those chords like for 75 quid and a pie and yep. a pint at a working men's club. <laughs> Still couldn't get his fringe sorted, could he? He hasn't got a fringe anymore, has he? I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't seen him in a long time. Haven't you? you not see- I saw him last week. Dan- oh, saw- was he? Yeah. yeah, he was lovely. He asked Where for was you. he? Morrison's, you said. No, I said I <laughs> <Dan> Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. So that was both your number eights. Yeah. Okay, so my number eight is Baby Please Come Home, uh, but the U2 version. Okay. So this is the Christmas, the snow's coming down, Christmas. Christmas. Um, But they do a great, and I can't remember the name of the album. There was a charity album, Very Merry Christmas or something it was. And they did, it was, it must have been like a, um, not a warm up. What do they do? A sound check or something before, before a live gig. You could tell it was a live version, but it's fantastic. It, it, really kick some ass and that's the version i've got in my set i managed to find the backing track for that it is a, such a good version but there's you have the whole phil specter version which is really good again oh michael booby does a really good <laughs> version on his live uh, mr bubbles mr bubbles um but yeah i love the u2 version so that's my number eight thank you Wonderful. uh loz <laughs> your number seven um I wish it could be Christmas every day. Yeah. My wizard. Wizard. Roy wizard. Wood, eh? Let Roy. the bells ring. Is, yeah. is that the one that, that finishes? Let the bells ring out yes, it is. for Christmas. Yeah. It is. My mum actually saw it live this year by Roy Wood. Uh, she went to oh, see really? um, Michael Ball and Alfie Bowe's Christmas extravaganza or whatever it was last week and he was the special guest and came out and sang it live and bloody hell Paul Bowen <laughs> Paul Bowen Wood <laughs> there's, a, there's a joke there somewhere somewhere isn't it? around needs to there? work it out Paul <laughs> Bowen Wood oh my god all the things you need in the Olympics Paul <laughs> Bowen Wood <laughs> there you go so why do you love that one so much, Lars? Don't know, really. Again, it's just one that got played in our household an awful lot when I was a mm. kid, and it's it's a good one to sort of jig around to, I guess. Yeah, as well. mm. it's weird because like, I always feel like that one and the Slade one seem to go hand in hand. They're yeah, quite they're, similar, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I always feel they're like a they're, they're like a, a a double. You have to, a double. You have to play together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know exactly they're very much mean. of the same kind of thing, but um, probably one of the most popular Christmas songs to get played, though. I mean, I've heard it loads on the radio, mm, more yeah. than Slade, to be honest. And I was amazed because when I did my top 10, I was amazed that, like, that oh no, sorry, it is, yeah, it's, it's my number seven. 
It's my number seven. Oh, sorry, it's your number seven as well. Yes. Oh. I was going to say, I can't believe that. No, no, it isn't my number seven. Fuck. No, sorry. I'm getting it wrong because that's a different song that almost sounds like that. Oh, <laughs> they all, they do right. start to all merge into one a little yeah. bit, don't they? <laughs> well, it's just the, the title of my number seven is similar to. Oh, uh, you'll, you'll understand when I say it. But Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I, there's a lot of classic christmas songs that aren't in my top 10 when i did my top 10 i thought oh my god i haven't put that one yeah. in there. i haven't put this one in there so i was really but sometimes really you get fatigued from a song don't you if you hear it too much you you yeah. know there's certain yeah. songs i think you love them but you wouldn't care if you never heard it again but you take them for granted you <laughs> yeah exactly so that's why christmas songs are quite clever because you only ever listen to them in december so you listen to them essentially like quite a lot but just once mm. a year which is why you never really get bored of them because you might be bored of them by the end of December, but by the time December next year comes around, you're totally up for them all over again. <laughs> do you I never do you never listen to Christmas songs at other times during the year? Absolutely not. Do no. you not? No. I do no, because because for the reason that I don't want to get so sick of them that I hate them by the time right. it comes to Christmas. So it's like a treat. Like if I hear a Christmas song coming on my car by accident, like it's on a playlist or something, I will skip it. I'll be like, no. Right. Right. So it's not a superstition thing. I just don't want to. No, I'm with you. Do you play yeah. Whamageddon yeah. and all of that? You know, if you hear Last Christmas by Wham, you, you've lost. And it's who can go the longest up to Christmas Day without hearing it. You're not hearing No, because that sounds like a Scrooge game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a popular game. I mean, I was I, I lost it on Yonks ago, but <laughs> well, if that's, I lost it in June because I probably listened to yeah. So, do you listen to um, Christmas songs when it's not December? Then yeah, I do. Sometimes I listen to certain songs. There's uh, the song that's number four in my top ten. Um, yeah. is a song that I'll listen to whenever I'm in that specific kind of little bit of a down mood. Just yeah. to make myself feel even worse. I'll to this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not to make myself the kind lift, of mood where you want to feel shit. Yeah, like yeah. You really oh like, god, yeah, another six I months to, to go. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. I'll explain. <laughs> I need to make myself cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, right. So your number seven, Neil, was Santa Claus is coming to town. Jackson oh, the Five. The Jackson Five. Yeah. Uh, my number seven is a song called "I Wish Every Day Could Be Like Christmas." Uh, which was also on the same album as that that charity album that the U2 song was on, and it's Bon Jovi, and it is a fantastic oh. Christmas song. It is so good. It is. It's got everything a Christmas song should have. Give us a little line, just so I know. Uh, oh, no, I can't. I get. I get. I get. Oh. You're a flipping singer, Pav. He can't remember how it goes. <laughs> I wish every day could be like Christmas. What? Just uh, and if I could have one wish come true. Oh, I don't know it. But it's it's not one that you would have heard of. It's, it, it wasn't no. released as a as a single. I think he does it like oh they used to do it Bon Jovi as a live song during like December. But mm. go to YouTube. You'll find it on YouTube. It's a really really good. Um, just a good Christmas song. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> number six, then, Lars. My number six is It's Beginning to Look a Lot yeah. Like Christmas Everywhere You Go. And is it Perro Como? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. Who is it? 
Is it Pero Como? Pero Como. <laughs> that that geezer. Perry, um, Perry Como, I think it was. Per, it is Perry, Perry Como. Como. Perry Como. Um, <laughs> Very much like Andy Williams. He was. He was yeah. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. I was going to say he he sounds he sounds a bit like Andy Williams. But also, the reason I really love that song is it uh, features heavily in. Uh, is it Home Alone? It features heavily in, um, and so therefore, Home Alone. By the way, I've mentioned it a few times already. It's just by hands down the the thing that reminds me the most of Christmas and right. it was on so I'm a 1982 baby it was on in our house 365 days a year I mean it was on all of the time and because it's set at Christmas time there's there's a lot of Christmas songs in it that does remind me of of that time so yeah that's I think that's probably why I love it so much that is a great song it really yeah. is yeah yeah, yeah. Not in my top ten, obviously, but it's a great. It was song. one that nearly was. <laughs> I've got my honourable mentions, and it's there. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm glad you put it in just for Pero Como. That's the, <laughs> that's, the uh, that's the clip sorted out for Pero uh... Como. <laughs> yes. Go on, then, Neil. I really want to do my research. <laughs> that's. I mean, uh, look, if we were if we were still doing the uh, Thursday night show, that would have been a little clip. For a for a jingle, wouldn't it? That would have been. Oh yes, <laughs> Wonder Woman, <laughs> Flash Gordon. Oh, Go on then, Neil. Your number six. Do they know it's Christmas Band Aid? Oh. Um, it's my number six. Hey, I I love it. I love all the voices, and I. It's got a lot of fondness for me because obviously when it first came out, there was a big. Uh, hoo-ha all around it so you could buy the video i don't know whether you remember this with the making of it Mm. and then you got to see the video of the thing afterwards a bit like michael jackson's thriller and we all went to my friend's house just to watch the making of this song and see all your favorite celebrities and the amount of people that turned up that didn't actually appear on the song was all there and and the stories behind it even though you find out even more wicked stories now if you read about it and what was going on but and it's a great christmas tune and yeah. Major doesn't get the credit he deserves for that song at all. No. And there was a good 12-inch version as well where everybody was saying hello. Yeah. Remember, like Paul McCartney phoned in or something and said hello. That's and it. They would, they would uh, cut it all up, but yeah. Yeah, it was just, and it holds a lot of fondness from my youth rather than loving mm. it loads now. But I still like it. I really do still like the song. What and did you like? Did you like any of the, like, versions that happened afterwards? No. Is okay. the honest answer. <laughs> Stock Aiken and Waterman were oh, yeah, how I mean, dreadful was that? Yeah. And the read the 25 year or whatever it was one, and Bono was all pretentious. Uh, fuck off. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that doesn't sound like Bono being a pretentious. Yeah, but all of it was just a load of wank. It really was. <laughs> just stick to the original and keep it. Yeah, right, Neil. There's no need to get like. No, that, I, just, I just, I just, I hate Christmas it when they bastardize a really good thing and turn it into an insipid. Load it was all for over. charity. Yeah, and I will yeah. say, like, as much as we were slagging off Lad Baby, and I don't get it. Obviously, it's all for charity, so that's great. That's one. Yeah, they're doing it all for charity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Still, don't understand the whole concept of the sausage roll thing. But they, no. and I have no idea what you're even yeah. talking yeah. about. <laughs> but they've been number one. They've been number one the last two Christmases, and apparently, is number one a Christmas be... number one still a thing? You only yeah, need yeah. to sell like forty thousand yeah, copies now, and you're yeah, you don't have to sell many. No. <laughs> No. Well, Ooh, then, Neil, do you know who Lad Baby are, Neil? No. 
no oh they're just this there's just this couple who kind of play pranks on each other all the time and they've got kids and um it's I think originally it was quite organic how the videos started to become more and more popular. And over time they started being paid by brands to kind of do silly tricks and pranks and stuff like that. And they became, was it on um, Facebook they they became big or YouTube? I I can't remember. It was was on one of the social networks anyway. They became really, really massive. And I think it's mainly a Facebook thing. Um, They're a bit kind of, I, I shouldn't imagine like, you know, young teenagers these days particularly into them. But for a while, they were really like the big thing that everyone loved. And they are, you know, just run-of-the-mill family. Normal, yeah. No, like normal family. I, I say who's normal these days, but you so know what I mean. why are they called lad baby then, if it's a man-woman? I think it's like um, a... It's it's supposed to be a bit like lad Bible, but it's it's lad baby. Yeah, I think it's I like think a play on words. Yeah, I right. think it's he is lad baby, and then I think she's lad baby wife or something. Right. But yeah, so she, so he, one of the things they do is like he'll have his phone like reversed on him with like his face halfway through, and then she's dancing behind him. Okay. doing weird dancing and stuff. My, my missus loves them. She she oh, really? finds it really funny. I don't quite get it, but then. And I've never even heard of them. I'm an old fart. I don't know. I I mean, the first couple of videos it did, it did kind of make me laugh and giggle a little bit. But now I just find find it all a bit contrived and a bit like semi. Yeah. Um, But they've done some great things for charity, so you know, good on them, really. Yeah, fair play to them. Absolutely, fair play. We spent the last ten minutes slagging them off, but good, well done to them. (laughs) Well, you must congratulate money. Absolutely, you know. And to be fair, look, if we could just have it that our job was Neil dancing behind me while I've got my camera and we were making a living out of that, you know, we wouldn't... Bring it on. So would you recommend me watching this? Absolutely. I think you should go and spend the next three hours watching every Lad Baby video you can. You've sold me purposely down the fucking river. Okay. Right. I won't be watching. My number six is uh, Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy. Uh, David Bowie and Bing Crosby and Neil is look. He's head That's my number death. three. <laughs> is your number three? So, yeah, I wanted to make sure I got the right one. My number three. Okay. Um, a, a lot because of the video as well, because mm. there's no like artsy fartsy way they've done the video on that with the voice or anything. It's it's just those two guys in a studio singing. There's no Around the reverb piano. or anything. Yeah. It's like just totally their voices. And Bing Crosby's got one of those. If you talk about Andy Williams and Perro yeah. Como, well, he is the god Bing, of that. Bing Crosby he? is the original crooner. And yeah. if there's anybody that's yeah. got a voice, that I mean, I that was filmed. That video it was filmed only very shortly before he died. Was it? It was for a special, wasn't it? Yeah, it was his last Christmas yeah. special. Yeah, and then he, he he popped his clogs and off he went. Yeah, and he um, but he still even then had a voice yeah. like velvet he's just got an amazing voice and the fact that david bowie you can see the awe in his in his face when they're singing together when they look to me every time you can actually see david bowie loving watching bing sing bing sing Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what's the difference between walt disney and bing crosby don't know don't know bing sings but walt disney (laughs) it's <laughs> a Scottish joke I was going to that is a real that is, dad joke that, yeah that is yeah. quite but yeah. I like it <laughs> thank you oh thank you Lars 
God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. Right then. Okay, that's my number six. Neil, your number five. Oh, sorry, Lars, your number five. That's the jingle bell. That's oh. the jingle bell. That's the jingle bell rock. Do 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 do. Bobby Helms. <laughs> Oh, that's the one. That's that knowledge, always... Loz. Was that well, straight uh... off the top of your head then, Bobby Nelms? Oh, Helms. Helms. Helms sorry. <laughs> Nelms? Bobby Nelms. Keris's brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit juvederm.com. That's J U V E D E R M. Com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A quintessential but, Christmas classic. You have to. But say that's it. the one that yeah. reminds me of Home Alone. Home Alone, where they're, um, they're doing the. He's like in the house, isn't he? And he's yeah, and the silhouettes are all dancing. Yeah, the and window. they're all dancing and stuff. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Another one that didn't make my top ten, but if we'd have done a top twenty, probably would have easily been in my in my top twenty. But mm-hmm. yeah, not in yours, Neil. Uh, no, I did it. Well, no, I thought about it. Okay. This one I like. <laughs> you could do a top 20, couldn't you, Christmas? Easily, easily, easily. Go on then, you're number five then, Neil. 
is Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Mel Smith and Kim Wilde. No, it's not. (laughs) It's uh, by Brenda Lee. Brenda Lee's original version. Great song. Oh, it's a lovely song. And until I did the facts, I didn't realise she was only 13 years old when she recorded that. She's got a lot older voice for that, hasn't she? No way. Are you joking? Yeah, she was only 13 when she recorded that. The only thing that put me off that song is that bit at the end where the bloke goes, Bah! 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 That's the, bit, <laughs> that's the bit I don't like. I don't remember that. Can't you remember that? No. Can't you remember that? I'm going to see if I've got the song. Talk amongst yourselves. Well, oh, yeah. Be careful of the copyright. But yes, <laughs> I do like that song. It's a, that's a party Christmas song, definitely. It's a proper. Yeah. yeah. You know, you come in, everybody. You can hear the laughter in a party when you hear that song. And like you said, the bit in Home Alone is yeah, it just works a treat, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> really does. Have you got it? Yeah, let's see if I can find it. When you so yeah, this is. Um, She's thirteen. She was thirteen when she wrote when this. She was singing this. Let me double check. It was thirteen. Yes. Then. That's that isn't a, a vocal. That's a guitar. Yeah, that's an instrument. <laughs> no, that's, a bloke, instrument. that's a bloke going bah. Bah. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. No. It isn't. It's an instrument. Let's see, listen. It sounds like a trumpet. Look, you can't oh, have one saying a guitar sort of... and one saying a trumpet. I think it's uh, like a brass it's an, it's instrument. See? Could be a saxophone, could be a trumpet. You can hear be... the vibrato in his voice is going, bah, bah. No, can you, that's um, instrument. Is there like a video of it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's a, a brass instrument of some Well, I we're going to get demonetized on YouTube for this video. That's what's <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't play it for 30 seconds. But no, anyway, bah, 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 humbug. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder what on earth you were on about. I'm like, no, I don't remember yeah. that. Oh, there you go. It is. A, I mean, we're, we're, look at that. It's like that bloody, what was that so, the word that people could hear two different things on? Oh, no, you're thinking of the blue dress that looked like a gold dress to some no, people. No, yeah, but there was Laurel and Yanni. Can you remember That's that? right. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Laurel so and now Yanni. we've got yeah, this where yeah, we, yeah. three people are hearing three different things. Loz thought it was yeah. a guitar. You thought it was a trumpet. And I thought it was a bloke's voice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be uh, uh, any of them. We'll oh, I think you should put this on social media. I think you should yeah. put it on social media and put it yeah. out there for people and to so, have I'm a debate someone about. Will know. Someone will someone know. Someone yeah. will know. Uh, Neil, then your number. F- oh, no. So that was your number five, Neil, wasn't it? Number that was my number five. That was your number five. Oh, I sorry. did yeah. Rocking Around the, rocking Christmas, Christmas, around the tree. Christmas Tree, which is what that, that one yeah. is. Bah, bah, bah. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. My number it five uh, brings the bell the bell end back into it is the darkness and Christmas time. Don't let the bells end. Now that I is a re- more modern one. That is yeah. a more modern one. Now this isn't the one that I play during the year if I'm feeling down, but this is a song that every time I hear it does almost make me cry. Why? Because when this first came out was when I was going through a deep depression and like everything, everything made me cry. Uh, Proper Crimbo came out at the same time, the Bo Selector Christmas song. 
that would start playing and I'd get really, really like, I feel Mind like you, I'm going to... that gonna... made me cry as well. <laughs> so. But this was a song that like, even now, like I, you get that little pang of like, oh my God, I can remember how I felt when this first came Aww. out. But it's a yeah. great Christmas song. It is. It with is. a great Christmas video. And I love The Darkness. I think they are mm. one of those guy, uh, bands that they don't take themselves seriously at all and yet do some really, really good songs. They do. And do you know what I mean by a modern Christmas songs don't actually sound that Christmassy, whereas that one really does sound really Christmassy. Does, yeah. 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 There's too many songs that have come out that just to me don't sound at all Christmassy. They've got no bells jingling or anything going in the background. Well, you, you have to have jingle bells. You've got to. Yeah, it's, it's the it's, law. It is the law. Or what they'll do is they will have a normal song and just put Jingle bells. bells in the background. Who would just make... add a crackling fire and bells ringing in the background for a Christmas thing? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe Pavel and Neil? <laughs> <laughs> and the radio show, Lars. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Every Christmas. So we, were, Every we, Christmas. Were, we were in the log cabin. We were. We were in the log cabin. The oh, fire. those were the days when we were allowed to sit in a room together. <laughs> I know. Lars oh. was just led out on that big, like, Chaise lounge oh, oh, or a chaise lounge, yeah. Okay, I'm grapes <laughs> covering her privet. You have your visions, I'll have mine. All right, in my vision, she was in front of the fire with like on a big white sort of furry rug. And anyway, Naked. that's not good, yeah. It's not good, that just festive underwear on my glasses have steamed up. Okay, <laughs> right. So, my, uh, so Neil, then your number, no, oh, no, Lars is got number no four. Is most time, wonderful time of the wonderful, yes, time the of Andy the year. Williams, it's most wonderful time of the year. For yes, me. so Neil, your number four. Um, it's happy Christmas, war is over, or happy oh. Xmas. It should be John oh, Lennon. That's my, that's my number two. Oh. Oh. If a Christmas song had to have a message, that's the message you'd want to send, isn't it? Peace, yeah, you know. Yeah. Everything else falls under the wayside, really. If we could just spread peace. And it, even more prevalent now than ever before. Because I don't know whether other people have found this, but I've found a lot of aggression around nowadays and a lot of um, yeah nastiness. Since the pandemic, people have sort of changed how they are, especially working in the retail sector. That's just you talking to me, Neil. Yeah. All the, all the <laughs> especially in the retail sector, the, the, the goodwill seems to have really gone from the human race. Now, I'm not tarring everybody with the same brush, but I just think this this song to me is more relevant now than it has been for years. Yeah, so. that's really interesting you say that, Neil. Because I, mm. I mean, I, I don't work in retail, so I, I'm not I'm not um, privy to it, I suppose. But I thought when the pandemic first happened, there was more goodwill and more community than ever before mm. because everyone pulled together. When did that change? When did you see the tipping point? After the second, you know, the last Christmas lockdown. Um, At the beginning of this year then? Yeah, and especially, um, you know, if I, you know, a delivery driver by day, Mm. um, we were the heroes in the first pandemic. And and then the second lockdown came, we became the zeros again. You know, I was hurled abuse out of the car for being in people's way. Um, threaten to move, otherwise they'll ram me off the road. That sort of thing has been happened a lot this year, and wow. people's aggression. And I, it's obviously to do with what's going stress. on. People and, are yeah, stressed, yeah, and understandable. Yeah. But 
let's not forget we're all human underneath oh, and we yeah, all have feelings absolutely. and yeah. you know whether you're out there earning billions and I'm only earning two pound an hour treat each other equally come on mm. and that's all I want to say to the people with money start treating mm. people with respect again yeah mm. that's never gonna happen Neil it's never no. gonna happen so listen to that fucking song yes. <laughs> and bring peace back that's all I want yeah and it's a great song as well Absolutely a great song. It's a beautiful song. Mm. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I'm really amazed. That's another one of the ones that just didn't make my top 10, mm. but it's, it is a great song. It is a great song. You know, it's simply done, but with a powerful message. Yeah. And I that's one wonderful. of the ones that it's not just a great Christmas song. It's a great song. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, be more nice, people. Yeah, what just be, be nice. It costs nothing. <laughs> It makes everybody feel better. You'll all cope better with this next lockdown that's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're nicer to everybody and just have a more positive outlook. So you're yeah. stuck at home. Fuck it. Just be happy and be positive and start being more positive because we ain't got long on this planet. Oh, God, Neil, don't start that. I've got to talk about number four yet. And that's oh. <laughs> but it does wind me up. Uh, I just, yes, it really right. does. You're absolutely it really right. winds me up. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Mm. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Brenda Lee. And now Thank on you, to the next hit song. I don't know what happened there. Okay, so my number four is a song that you may not, you probably won't know. Um, the Killers did, um, every, I don't think they do it anymore, but they used to release like a Christmas song or a Christmas mm. album every year Chris- nearly. Christmas in LA is the one I like. There you go. That's my number four. Oh, is it? It's Christmas in LA. I love this song. Mm. And there is something about the song that just, it paints a picture to me of somebody that lives in LA that is not successful. And to have a Christmas in a ta- in a place where it's going to be lovely and sunny, where everybody is happy because it's sunny, but it's so depressing when you're somebody that is maybe struggling mm. in this beautiful one of the most beautiful parts of the world where it's lovely and sunny and everybody, but everybody's all going for like, it's an actor, you're going for the same jobs. And there's something about the song that it just genuinely sort of brings me to tears, but it's not, Mm. it's not a particularly slow song as such, but it's quite a, it's a song that is about like looking back on moving from a small town to a big city, hoping you're going to make it your mum and dad, sort of giving you support but not really you've left this girl behind that obviously has moved on with her life got herself a family whereas you're now just you know on a beachfront maybe but having a cup of hot chocolate in the sun just depressed um it doesn't what i've said doesn't do the song justice at all (laughs) sounds like a leonard cohen song (laughs) it is a fantastic song if you ever get a chance to listen to it it's called christmas in la uh by the killers and i know they've done lots of christmas songs and they usually did them i think they did them for charity as well yeah recorded them for charity but but yeah so that's it is a great song i completely agree with you i didn't know you knew it neil there you go i did yeah i do i think i played it on the the, the radio you did yeah but that's where i grew to love it and love it it's on my playlist my christmas playlist yeah i'm gonna have to look that up yeah absolutely should uh right then laws you're number three Step into Christmas, step into Christmas, da 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 da, ever and ever. 
<laughs> Elton John, stepping yeah. Oh, good old Elton. Yeah, another oh, it's just one. So yeah. uplifting and positive, and you know, you, you, it. Oh, it's just brilliant, isn't it? It is. It's one Elton could still sing. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah, yeah, now yeah, he does yeah. this weird. Blah, 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 yeah. And it's. It's when Elton could sing, and it. it's a lot of fun, that song. What, what yeah, do you two think of, of the, the Elton John, Ed Sheeran Christmas song that's like... I, I haven't went heard watch, it yet. Oh, I went You've to watch the it. video. I turned it off. I have to say, it didn't do oh, it for really? me. Oh, really? I quite like the song. The video, mm. not not so much, because it's got all these yeah. celebrities in it. And... People I didn't know yeah. floating yeah. around, and I'm like, who's that? But it sounds very <laughs> Elton that? Johnny and very Christmassy. So I thought <laughs> it was... Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, oh, Elton Rubber, Elton, Elton Toggy, Elton Toggy, Elton Toggy, and Michael Bubble. Okay, uh, so that's your number three. So uh, Neil, your number little three boy, was yeah. a little drummer boy, peace on earth. Uh, my number three is the Power of Love by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I forget that's a Christmas song. No, it's, obviously it's not a specific Christmas song. It was released at Christmas mm. on a Christmas... Uh, it was the the week before Band-Aid. So yeah. it wasn't quite oh. Christmas number one. Okay. Um, but it was their third Christmas... It was their third number one on the trot after Relax and Two Tribes. Um, this song would probably be in my top ten songs of all time. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, okay. it, and, and it is just a, a... And this is one that would drive you to not drive you to tears that sounds negative <laughs> but it'll bring you to tears just with how beautiful the song is mm. um it's, it is it's, a, a, it's a bonus song. that it's also classed as a christmas song although you don't My, and the video was the video was yeah yeah they did yeah. the three wise men wasn't it and it was just literally the birth of yeah the nativity, baby jesus oh. <laughs> yeah so that's my number three uh loz your number two was happy christmas happy is christmas. over yeah uh happy christmas to you uh and neil what's your number two blue christmas elvis oh right okay it's basically growing up having elvis played over and over again a lot of his songs stick to me and have stuck with me forever and i just love that one it's a good old sort of ballady yarny one and it's on my list and it so you, and it's up there. You didn't go for the shaky version then? No. And there's the Lumineers have done a version, which I do oh, I quite think. like their oh, version, really? to be honest. Yeah, it's a very nice version, but Elvis is the king and Elvis's version will always be the number one. So saith Aaron. Yes, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Right then, uh, my number two, and I think this is going to be the one that is going to uh, blow everything out of the water. Um, because I pretty, much, I reckon I know what your number ones are. Uh, my number two is "Fairy Tale of New York" Ooh. by Kirsty McCall and the Pogues. Um, uh, it's only number two because of my number one. So well, obviously, if that, <laughs> well, no. <laughs> of all the stupid things I've ever said in my life. <laughs> I think that's the most stupidest thing I've ever said. <laughs> You'd always win a race with that logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, that, is that the one with um, how does that one go, Pav? Which one? Fairytale of New, New York. York. Yeah. 
Kirsty McCall and the Pogues. Um, it's Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. I've got something controversial to say. In the drunk tank. I actually dislike that song. Ooh, I, I thought that would have been your number one. No. Might be somebody's. Well, no, yeah. I've, um, no, the opposite. quite the opposite. If that comes on, I have to skip it. I really dislike that song. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Can we ask why? Mind blown. I really don't like his voice. Right. Oh, shame just, again. It sounds really, really drunk. He's out of tune. It, yes, it, he was. It, and yes, it pulls me down and, de- <laughs> and it depresses me, that song. I don't like it at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't realise okay. that. I honestly that, thought... Did you think that was my number one? Well, I honestly thought that was going to be both your number ones and you were going to be pissed off with me because I had it at number two. I really thought that was no, what it was going to be. No, no, no. But obviously it would have been number two if it hadn't have been for my number one. <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, what an what a <laughs> absolute tit. Okay. Right then. So before we go to our number ones, let's do a rundown from 10 to 2. Loz, give us your rundown. Oh, shit. I've been deleting my number one. Shall I do it for you then, Loz? Please. <laughs> okay. So Loz's top 10 is All I Want uh, for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Nine, Wonderful Christmas Time. Eight, uh, by Paul McCartney. Eight, Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade. Seven, I Wish It Could Be Christmas by Wizard. Six is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Now, was that Perro Como? Perry Como. Five, Jingle Bell Rock by Ed Nelms. Uh, <laughs> four, four, Most Wonderful Time of the Year by... Andy Williams. Andy Williams. Three Step Into Christmas by Elton Toggy. Elton <laughs> Johnny. Elton Johnny. And two Happy Christmas War is Over by John and Yoko. Neil, what's your t- uh, 10 to 2? Here we go. So number 10, it's the most wonderful time of the, uh, the year of, with of Andy the world. Will- <laughs> of the world. Andy Williams. Uh, number nine, Stop the Cavalry, uh, Jonah Louis. Uh, number eight, Merry Christmas, everyone. Slade, seven, Santa Claus is coming to town, Jackson 5 version. Number six, Do They Know It's Christmas, Band-Aid, the original one. Number five is Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee. And number four, Happy Christmas, War is Over, John and Yoko. And then number three, uh, Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy, Bing and Bowie. And then number two, Blue Christmas, Elvis Hall. All right, I've just put you up because it's Merry Christmas, everybody. What did I say? You said Merry Christmas, everyone. That's shaky. Oh, yeah. Come Sorry, on. everybody. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, so mine is number 10, All I Want for Christmas is You, but the uh, Michael Bubble version. Uh, nine, Santa Claus has come into town, uh, Springsteen and the E Street Band. Eight, Baby, Please Come Home, you uh, too. Seven, I wish it could be like, I wish every day could be like Christmas, Bon Jovi. Six, Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy, Bing and uh, the other one. Bing and Bowie. Bing and Bowie. Uh, five, Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End by The Darkness. Four, Christmas in LA, uh, which is The Killers. Three, The Power of Love, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. And two, Fairy Tale of New York, The Pogues featuring Kirsty McCall. So, Loz, what is your number one Christmas song? Neil's already had it, but we were told not to tell if That's it was good. number one. Uh, Do They Know It's Christmas Band-Aid? Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, great song. So why is it t- why is it your number one, Lozzie? And is it the original version, we must ask? Yeah, it is the original version. I think because of the meaning behind it. Mm. And obviously, you know, if you watch that video, it's desperately sad, but it was done 
you know, it, it raised an awful lot of money. And I think even now, it's still, unfortunately, all these years on, we still need to be talking about it. We still mm. need to be talking about these kids who are starving. And so therefore, I think every time it comes on, I just hope that that one more person goes, do you know what, I need to donate again or something. So I think it's that double meaning. But also, it's it's just a great Christmas song. And um, they played it very cleverly, didn't they, in the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special, mm-hmm. where Smithy was driving in his car. And there's this, uh, there's a line that says, you know, be good to people or be nice to people or something like that. And he's like, come on, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was very, very funny. Like he just sung, like, you know, we're all going to be nice and all this kind of stuff. And then he was like, no, you did. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it just, it just it kind of um there's that bit isn't it where smithy and uh what's his friend called gavin are gavin. singing it together you know on the phone yeah. they're both on the phone together and they're singing it and it's that kind of song that if you start singing it just about everybody knows the words to it yeah. and it feels like a universal song f- for that reason um so yeah i just love it it's mm, just a yeah. great great song i have to say though it was very difficult to order my songs like I think if you probably ask me again in a year's time, I might well have changed my mind. I'm, I'm not saying that that's forever going to be the number one. It was mm. just today. That's how I was feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because I was looking at it and and I like well, just on my, in my top ten, I haven't got "Merry Christmas, Everybody," "Wonderful Christmas Time," "Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day." I haven't got "Last Christmas." There's a lot of uh, "Merry mm. Christmas, Everyone," the shaky song. There's a lot of real classic Christmas songs that I just haven't. Stop the cavalry! I haven't got in my top ten. Mm. Um, the one thing I don't want to be a Debbie Downer about, but I've uh, again with the whole Band Aid stuff. I've I've there's a lot of stuff that you read now about how I think you mentioned it, Neil. How there are certain things that have happened to the money mm. that was raised and that, and it is a real sordid tale of 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 where that money went. And like mm. you say, there's still people that are starving. And a lot of the people never got the millions that were raised. It's it's crazy when you look into it. Yes, because uh, what is it? What is that? Eighty four, eighty five. <clears throat> so you're looking at nearly nearly forty years ago now. It's I didn't know. I was listening to another podcast where they were slagging Live Aid off. They were really saying how disgusting the whole thing was, and and I thought that's just music journalists being really just sour about it because mm. it's just trendy to be sour about stuff. And then they were going on about, well, you know, the fact that these millions were were propping up like a, a, a vicious regime and that's right. people that actually should have got the money never got the money. And and that's why they were always opposed to anything. Whenever Live Aid was lauded, they would really be opposed to it. And I thought to myself, oh, it's one of those things that you don't want to believe because the whole thing of somebody just like, like Bob Geldof thinking, let's do something to make a change you know make a change or make a difference mm. i can remember when they had that they had that photograph in the sun i think it was when i used to read the sun um of them you know this is band-aid and you think oh my god look at all the people they've got and i was totally mm. you know there to buy the single on the first day and there to buy the the 12 inch on the first day and i think we might have even bought it twice or whatever and i was t- and then live aid was fantastic but to hear all this stuff like decades afterwards it really does leave like a bit of a sour taste 
I mean, they did I, help people, and they certainly they, did oh, yeah, rescue a yeah. lot of people. But yeah, if you if you start going down the, you can even find it on YouTube, the YouTube rabbit warren, and yeah. see for yourself the fact that a lot of the money just didn't get where it was supposed to go. Yeah, I to be honest with you, I had no idea about any of that. I've been completely in the um, in the dark. I, I wasn't aware of those things. Um, may I ask, was it the artists themselves? Because presumably what happened was this was all done in very good intentions mm. um you know the reason that they did it and the reason the artist said yes to it was they they received no money themselves oh no, that's right yeah yeah it wasn't so, anything, it, it, it was wasn't more the distribution of the money i think it I, yeah I mean, it, it was post true yeah and it was like they they yeah. sent it over to a country and that country is supposed to distribute the money and that and, didn't happen. And they, and they right. haven't. Okay. You know, so that's government. obviously like soured the, the 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 giving and the donations afterwards. But yeah. for me, that won't sour the the music that was no. made because the music was made by people who did it for free because mm-hmm. they wanted to make exactly. a difference. Yeah. So even if it if it didn't, unfortunately, yes. quite make the, the impact that it should have done, that won't tarnish for me what they managed to achieve in that they got you to go wow look at all those people and went out and you bought a mm, single yeah. that was that was yeah. amazing what what he managed to do um he was very clever with that kind of yeah. stuff and so. I, I apologize that i just shitted all over your number one <laughs> but let's not, not forget even, no because you know, they've done it twice before <laughs> where it hasn't happened uh, twice again especially yeah. the 25th you know and they've earned a shed load of money again and it has yeah. gone to the right places yeah and, yeah. and there's a positive after the yeah. negative i mean we didn't know about the negatives back there and i don't think a lot of people still do it's only if you just have a little bit of research that you just realize you know the cause isn't shit it's what happened was shit yeah yeah, yeah. and and the song yeah. is still a classic christmas song it doesn't matter what yeah, happened. So I apologise about that, Loz. I should have just not said anything. I should have just. Yeah, thanks for shitting in my Christmas hat. <laughs> sorry, Loz. <laughs> Steamer. Right then. What Neil. I will say, sorry. Can I just quickly? Yeah, absolutely. Say, I very nearly had a song in my top ten, which I took out because I did lots of research, and it's been all over the internet. There's a massive controversy about whether it's a Christmas song or not. Uh, from my research, I've decided it's not a Christmas song because too many people were saying it's not a Christmas song. Uh, but that was Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. Oh, right. Oh, That's right. because um, Alessandra Burke released it at Christmas. And, yeah. But I, no, no, no. But it was the Leonard Cohen version that I've always loved and I've always mm. associated with Christmas, regardless oh, right. of what okay. Alex, uh, Alexandra Burke did. Oh, right. Um, because it often gets sung at New Year's as well. Right, mm. right. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay. But That's I fine. can see it as a Christmas song, and I would be on your side, Loz. Yeah. Thank and you. to be and to be fair, if you think it's a Christmas song, it's a Christmas song. Yeah. That's exactly. you know. Yeah, it's a bit like Die Hard. Exactly. But Die Hard is a Christmas movie, Loz. It is. No, it isn't. Don't start that. Come on. Yes, it is. You listen to our Christmas it's episode. An movie. That's set in Christmas. It so happens Christmas to be set at Christmas. Indeed, it's a Christmas movie. Anyway, Neil. Can I shit on we, your number one? Absolutely. You can tell everybody what I've got as my number one. I'm assuming it's fairy tale in New York. Yes, of course it is. I already it's, shat in his hat because I told him I didn't like it. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what? But that's what's so wonderful about this sort of thing. It's what, you know, one man's medicine is another man's poison. So, <laughs> yeah, so true. Um, it's, it's a great thing. I just love it. I love, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Pogues though. So, um, and I, I really like, there's a live version with the Pogues, Shane McGowan with Amy McDonald. I really like that version. 
It's a really good version if you ever get to listen to that. But I well, just love it. No. I like I like the Nessa and Bryn version when they do it in the oh, yeah. right. <laughs> But I just think it's a classic. It reminds me straight away of Christmas. Um and I don't mind Shane McGowan, well, when he had bad teeth and was drunk all the time. Made for a novelty act, didn't it? Just reminded me of Father Christmas, really. Yeah. Well, that was what my <laughs> Father Christmas I was going to say, like. what kind of Father Christmases were you hanging around? Bad with? teeth and drunk. <laughs> all I remember. Okay, right. Well, my number one um, should be everybody's number one, I think. Uh, and it's White Christmas by Bing Crosby. You can't get any more Christmassy than that. It's the most successful song ever recorded. Mm, um, biggest selling song, yeah. Biggest selling song ever. And it's just Christmas in two and a half minutes. That's all it is, which is normally a, how long we last. I think it's about two and a half minutes. Mm, I think it's a great song. It's a wonderful it, song. It surely is, Neil. Is there any is there any controversy with that? I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, Bing Crosby Crosby was like allegedly like a real shit father, apparently, and like allegedly, allegedly, he was out of his tits on crack when he recorded. (laughs) (laughs) I lie, I lie, I jest. Yeah, you should say again. Allegedly, you should say that he never took crack. Well, allegedly, allegedly. So there you go. Right, that's our uh, top tens. We've got some honourable honourable mentions. Um, our, our friend, the lovely Alice Oliver, said, uh, Greg Lake, I believe in Father Christmas. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Mike Oldfield, in Dulce Jubilo. I like that, but I find it the most bizarre song. Why? I don't know. Just that there's never any singing. Like, I'm mesmerised with Mike Oldfield. Oh, he plays every single instrument instrument yeah. it's just crazy in and fairford he's got, and he's got really long fingernails on one hand it's because he's a proper guitarist he's a proper guitarist uh yeah. cliff richard little town i had that single I it was it was oh little town of bethlehem but all sort of jazzed up right and it was really really good and obviously cliff for a while was the king of christmas wasn't he with wow so and wine millennium day millennium prayer uh, and also the Courtenayers, Winter Wonderland, and obviously the Pogues fairy tale of New York. There you go. Uh, Brian E. Robinson said, Annie Lennox and Al Green's Put a Little Love in Your Heart, or David Bowie and Bing Crosby's Little Drummer Boy. Put a Little Love in Your Heart isn't proper Christmas, but it's always on the radio at Christmas. Well, it's in Scrooge. It is. It's the, the end song at Scrooge. It is the end yeah. song at Scrooge. Uh, and Stu Grant, lovable Stu Grant, Big Bunny Stu Grant says, I'm just not a Christmas fan. 45 years of I wish it could be Christmas is too much. Lovely positive way to finish. Bah, humbug, <laughs> Stu. We wouldn't have it any other way with Stu, though, would well, we? No. I mean, you know, bless him. Uh, so that's it. Wonderful. That's our top 10. And I wonder if we did it again this time next year, whether it would change. Who knows? It probably will. Do you think so? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know whether it would particularly because it's not like there's going to be lots of new singles coming no. out. No, but they you might prefer, prefer, you might have a different top ten with the same songs. Might, as might it have were. a slightly different order. Mm. I'm sure I probably wouldn't be able to remember the order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm like. Well, you didn't have the order there when we was running. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was deleting as I went, so I didn't repeat myself. Oh yeah. dear! I, sh- I should have told you we were going to do a run day, and that was my bad. <laughs> Never mind. Um, right then, Neil, do you want to give us? Uh, all the gumph and I will. and stuff. 
But first of all, I'm going to say to all our merry listeners, be kind to somebody this Christmas. Do something good. Go out and help somebody with their shopping. Go and buy a homeless man a sandwich. Do something good. Let's turn this negativity around and get some positivity going. So with that Why, said, Neil, you're like our version of Bob Geldof. You're I know. <laughs> Give me the fucking money. All right. I'm going to put you in for an MBE, Neil. Thank you. That's what I'm going to do you. for your... But it is true. I just, I really it do. It is. I think just we... stop fucking going on about it. Just we need to get on the campaign. Things. So you can find us on all the social media at Tell 10 Pods. <laughs> It's different to be kinder to each other and you're then giving him shit. I know, I know. That didn't last very long at all, did it? Yeah. Oh, dear. Email oh. us at top10pods at hotmail.com with your favourite Christmas songs. Come and help support the now. podcast at patreon.com. Hey, it's I'm never still too doing late. It. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> never too late. It is never too late. Yes. <laughs> I love you, Neil. I love you. I hope you know. I know. Come and help support the podcast at patreon.com, top 10 pods, where you can get rewards such as our episode super early. Uh, uh, you could even appear on a podcast yourself if you wanted to. Wonderful stuff. Ooh. Check out our links via Linktree. You can find the link in the show notes. And also, please do come and subscribe and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe and follow on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever the hell you festively get your podcasts from. Is that it? That's it. That's it. Thank you, Loz. It is Merry Christmas, a Lars. to see your lovely oh, face. Merry Christmas, you guys. It's so lovely to see you both. It is and lovely. I can't believe that we are still having to sit like this two years on. I know. I Isn't know. it dull? It well, is let's get out of the way now so we're ready next year for your wedding. Yes. Oh, please, please, fingers crossed. It Did will. you both yes. get my invites? Yeah, yes, thank you. Yes. I'll thank be you there with my dress on. <laughs> so will I. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so that's it for Christmas songs. Um, have a lovely rest of your Christmas. Have a wonderful New Year. Yes, happy and uh, New Year. we will see you next time. So thank you, Neil. Thank you, Pav. Thank you, thank Lars. you to lovely, lovely Lars. Thank you, Pav and Neil. Thank you, and thank you to everybody <laughs> for listening. And let's go and start the countdown. Ten, nine. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.